From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 245 for the week of January 30th, 2014. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I'm your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by our Disneyland team. Nancy Johnson, Mary Jo Malata willie Michael Bowling, and Tony Spatel. In this week's show, Michael looks forward to Disneyland's 60th anniversary with a look back at the films Mary Poppins and Saving Mr. Bank and their effect on Disneyland. And Sean Thompson from the Orlando Show joins me for a chat with Disney artist Jared Mariyama. All that plus this week's news, roundtable rapid fire, and our Diz Sports Threat of the Week on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello, everyone. Howdy ho. Hello. Hello. Hey there, hi there, ho there. Exactly. How was everyone's week? <laughs> good. Good. I good. have a story. Busy. You have a story? Oh, my you, gosh. you have a housekeeping? Okay, so I was traveling. Does it involve Does it involve Roscoe's? No, but it involves the podcast <laughs> in a non an interesting way. So I'm currently okay. in Idaho. And um, I didn't move or anything. I'm doing a train. I'm doing a professional development training. But you know, we have these new awesome microphones, and so I had to yes. travel with my new awesome microphone. <laughs> oh. And I go through TSA, and they <laughs> had to take the bag and open it and look everywhere. And I said, "Well, there, there's a microphone." And then they, of course, found the microphone, and then took it out and took it over to someone to check it out to make sure it wasn't anything else. I can think of other things it could be, but I don't know if that's illegal. Anyways, um, and so, um, yeah, and I, I did say, don't you know who I am? I'm on the Diz Unplugged <laughs> podcast, and then they apologized and bumped me to first class. No, but I was just nice. saying that, yes, the microphone caused some issues, and if and this since I'm traveling a little bit more for work, I think this might be a another issue but i just found it was funny that the scary microphone set off tsa and they had nice. to search the bag and nice. what was nice was that he opened the bag and then i'm gonna let you put it back oh thank you thanks for opening it up and then making me clean up the mess of the microphone <laughs> yeah. that doesn't do anything so than, underwear back in yeah, the other than, yeah yeah so just remember from now on out you don't put it at the bottom of the bag well thank you <laughs> it was not at the bottom of the bag I know. I'm just saying for future. It was in a spot where it was easy for them to get, but they, for some reason, wanted to see what it was. Yeah. So my, the microphone, and then of course I was afraid, oh, I'm going to be late for the flight and all that stuff. But just so everyone knows the, um, the efforts that are made to go through this journey we call the Disney podcast. So, so in a related story, the listener, Posted on the boards on on the, the the thread I post every week about what what's coming up on our show, and this is from listener or uh, the screen name is or the the Diz name is Gort G O R T. Uh, great show this week. The sound quality is so good. Enjoyed Michael's history segment on Roger Rabbit. If only I can stop cringing every time you guys say pre fee. What? So I'm like okay okay I'm like okay is it just the word you don't like or are we horribly mutilating it so the response is that this is just this the listeners saying lol it's either 
prefix if you want to use the American version, or it's prefix if you want to say it the French way. Either way, you pronounce the X. You guys are awesome. We leave for our Disneyland trip on Wednesday and have devoured the podcast episodes. Thank you, podcast team. So that's somebody else's opinion on how to pronounce Nancy, prefix. being the linguist that you supposedly are. <laughs> the linguistics. I'd, I'd been told the same thing also. <laughs> I must have had a French teacher that spoke very quickly then because she always went straight through it <laughs> but yeah she was from she was actually french from france but so are we gonna say prefix or prefix or are we gonna say prefix well, well the correct we already, one is we prefix. say cafe orleans well, i was gonna say they didn't say anything about that notice <laughs> yeah, no, they left that one out <laughs> no it's actually we should go with the french pronunciation because prefix. otherwise it just sounds like americans grading on a tablet well thank you gort for letting us know the correct way yeah, to... definitely <laughs> we love our listeners well, speaking of listeners, yes. I, a listener heard um, us talking about the Disneyland and Disney World attraction poster calendars. Yes. And, and I had mentioned how, oh, I have to get a Disney World one. And so they did and sent it to me. Oh, nice. It was very nice. They're all sold out of the ones that... Disneyland, so it's yes, cool. and sure. of course I didn't get one at Disneyland, mm. but I have one of Disney World, Woo-hoo. so meant many thanks um, for that. That was very sweet. It was very sweet. So, did we decide on what we're doing for Dapper Day, Michael? I believe we did. Okay, cool. Okay, um, shall I shall I talk about it? Yes, shall you? Okay. We well, I know on that was horrible grammar. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay. Um. Dapper Day at Disneyland is February 23rd, a Sunday in 2014. And we decided that at one o'clock, we are going to have a Dis meet at the Riverbell Terrace. And the reason for that is we're all going to get together, socialize, we'll have buttons, and we can grab a bite to eat, maybe take a group photo, admire each other's costumes, because then at two o'clock, um, right across the way over at the Mark Twain, there's a Mark Twain mixer for Dapper Days. So we can just walk over there, go to the Mark Twain mixer, and then afterwards we can all continue to hang out or, or people can go off and do what they want. But, um, that'll be our Sunday Dapper Days mixer. Sounds like fun. Uh, it is meat, I should say. Awesome. I think so. I think it'll be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're going to come down then, Tom. Is that what you're saying? Sure. I got nothing better to do. <laughs> I'll see if I can try and pop over, too. We'll see. That'd be so cool, Nancy. I'll be there. Because I know you have costumes or outfits that you can wear. Actually, I am very, very light on the uh, vintage. But I can walk up the street to the vintage shopping district of Burbank. <laughs> <laughs> You still haven't come up this way, Mary Jo. I know. Your costume. I was thinking, my time's running out. I know. I'm telling you. I have a turn of the century costume. <laughs> turn 19th to 20th century. Oh. I have my Dapper Dan's costume I'm putting together. Are you going to sing? <laughs> you wouldn't want to hear that. Um, <laughs> no, because I like Main Street, so I'm dressing as a resident of Main Street. All right. Anybody else have housekeeping? I have a few. I'll try to keep it brief. 
But um, I think the the most important one is that the Mariachi Divas that perform at California Adventure, yes. they had an album that was nominated for the Grammys called Ami Manera, and they won. They won. Yay. That is so That's cool. Great. Another Grammy for them. Congratulations. Yes. Best Regional Mexican Music Album, and that was last Sunday. So I thought that was really cool. They performed at um, Downtown Disney, and then they went. Yeah, then they had the Grammy. afternoon, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. On on Sunday afternoon, yes. Oh, okay. I thought they were there this week. Yes. Anyway, okay. You're correct. Yeah, they or were last there. week. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and Sunday before the I remember the seeing that, and I was and I was in town. I was like, I had meant to go see it, and I totally totally spaced on it. Oh, that's a bummer. That would have been nice because yeah. they're so yeah. talented. I mean, they're just really good. Um. Then on last Sunday, I also went to the parks to go check them out. I. During the holiday season, I had been going to California Adventure more because of the Viva Navidad that was going on over there. And so I wanted to see what Disneyland, what, what's going on over there. And I took the monorail in and noticed that the lagoon still has, still full of water, but they've got pumps in there and it's walled off so you can't see, see in there because we all know that that one's um, shut down for a long time refurbishment. And then. So we can't see them pumping in cement? <laughs> oh, be still, I tongue. Just pour in the pour in the bags and let it mix. No, they'll start filling in the filling in the ride building yes. so that the Autopia has a little more support. Yeah, they, they'll have the uh, the tiers of the many uh, Disneyland guests uh, to mix in with that the dust to make the cement too. So <laughs> then I also went into Intervention because I haven't been there in a long time, and. Um, I saw Asimo, if that's the correct way to pronounce his name, mm-hmm. for the first time. That was a cool little demonstration. Robot. Isn't he a cool little robot? Yeah, he was. I, I was thinking there's got to be a little person in there because he was running nice. and going up and down <laughs> stairs and. Spoiler alert! But okay. And other things that I won't say. I okay. <laughs> Did you ever go into the golden chamber? The line was too long. Thor was in there. I could I could feel the energy just pulsating <laughs> out of that chamber. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was so disappointed it was such a long line. And I was I was just checking things out, so I didn't go see it. But, yeah, he's as popular as ever, and so is the Iron Man. Um, exhibit, yeah. Exhibit, yeah, where the kids are. Anybody can go over there and, and virtually yeah. suit up and fight things and stuff like that. So it, it, interventions was crowded. So in fact, the parks were crowded on Sunday. Oh yeah. Cause of the NAM convention. Right. Cause of the NAM convention. But that, that was just a lot of fun. And then I saw the, the, the last thing just cause it was so cute. As I was walking past um, the Tinkerbell area, mm-hmm. there was a, they had face painting there and there was this little boy in kind of like a one, it wasn't a onesie. It was, he was probably like maybe, three years old, dressed in a tiger, maybe tiger pajamas in a all one outfit. And they were painting his face like a tiger. Nice. Did the whole face. So cool. His sister was getting done up at Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique as Jasmine. So it was going to be Jasmine oh. and Raja. It was the, cu- I, I wanted to take a picture of him so badly, but I, you know, I'm sure the dad would have thought that was kind of creepy. But the Stalker dad was Mary Joe. <laughs> but it was so cute, and I just thought that's a kind of a neat idea. If you have a little grown little boy, or you know, yep. you get your daughter dressed up as Jasmine, have your son dress up as Raja the Tiger, and let them do his face. That, nice. And then they showed the boy in the mirror, and he couldn't t- 
take his eyes off his himself. <laughs> so cute. Anyway, that's it for me. Okay, cool. Um, Got to make sure we mention our Arizona meat. That yes, pe- That Nicole is working on. Do we have a date yet? No. Okay, that's okay, because Nicole is busting her hump to try and yep. find it. <laughs> yep, so I think I think she was meaning toward late October, too. Okay. Oh, that'd be anyway, good. so, yeah. Plenty of time. Excellent. Um, don't forget chat nights, Wednesday nights, 9 p.m. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at dealpodcast.wdwinfo.com. Go to disunplugged.com for our show notes and links to anything we talk about and links to previous shows. Um, Nancy, can you run through for me, if you have them handy, the Give Kids a World meets that are coming up? Let me pop over to that page. Um, the first one coming up. If There's anybody, one coming up soon, right? Yeah. If anybody is going to be in North Texas in Fort Worth, um, March 22nd, that is the Fort Worth, Texas meet um, at Chandra Meza and Grill. Um, entry 15 a person. Um, and the one following that. Head up to New Jersey for the New Jersey Dis Meet, and it is a weekend event, April 25th through 27th. Um, that promises to be a really fun event. Now, after that, we've got June, and that is Harrisburg, Hershey, Pennsylvania. And so Hershey is, of course, known for its famous Hershey chocolate and Hershey's Hotel and stuff, so if you're in the mood to hit that event, that is the 13th through the 15th, and then, heck, stay at Hershey. Go to the Hershey Hotel Spa. Um, after that, we ha- next up is August 8th through 10th in Nova Scotia. Our Canadian friends um, are having a Wonderful, wonderful meet. It is August 8th through 10th, like I said. And yay, if you are up in Canada, Nova Scotia is a beautiful, beautiful place, that time of year especially. Um, so our, our good old Diz buddy friend Evelyn run that one. Um, then October 3rd through the 5th is the next well, one. Before that will be Indianapolis. But oh gosh, yeah, Indianapolis. We don't have a date though. But don't that's they, always, they've that's been always mixing up the dates lately, so it's oh, okay. not it's not a consistent anymore on the same weekend like it used to be. Uh, yeah, I thought it was Labor Day, but um, oh my gosh, we completely missed the uh, Chicago one. Uh, they they pared that they one push- down. Oh, they pared that one down. Okay, so yeah. I m- I missed that one on the list. Um, and no, that was that was a week or so ago. Yeah, I I missed it. Okay. Um, Richmond, Virginia, for anyone, anybody who planned on hitting that one, that unfortunately was canceled. We mentioned that our, on our mm-hmm. first show of the year. Um, next up, October 3rd through the 5th, the fourth annual um, New England Diz Meet. New England one has become an extremely popular Diz Meet. Really fun time up there. Um, it's up in Massachusetts. So... Mm-hmm. You know, for anybody who wants to go to any of these, and then of course the one we just talked to, Arizona for us. A lot of us will be at that one once we've got that all hammered out. Please go to these. 
they all are to support Give Kids the World, a beautiful, beautiful place. If any of you all saw it on um, Good Morning America the other day. Yep. It was, it's just amazing. Just yeah. amazing. I know a handful of us have volunteered there and it will change your life. It really will. I was, I stayed at a hotel this week that I'm going to review next week. So I won't give too many details, but um, on the wall they had a little sign in in that with the Give Kids World logo, oh. and what what they they took you know if if people left their phone chargers or something in their room and you know left them and forgot about them, they have them all in a bin, and if you come to the hotel and you've forgotten your phone charger for. A, $2 donation to give kids the world. You can look through the bin and if you, it matches your phone, you can just have it and use it for your to charge your phone. That's awesome. That's a neat yeah. idea. Yeah. Hopefully so, people and, and the, give bigger donations than $2. Right, right. And and this uh, this is this hotel's a big supporter of Give Kids the World, so it was really nice seeing Yay. the logo in different spots so in the hotel and like the you know the little book that with all the information stuff. There's a whole page about Give Kids the World and it was just nice to see that there are hotels out there that are in our area that are supporting Give Kids the World. So, like I said, if you need further information, go on over to the uh, podcast forum on uh, disboards.com. And there's a special sticky or a special subsection of the podcast forum. And all of the- Except for the Arizona Meet. Except for the Arizona meet, which you'll find. That's over on the Disneyland side. On the Disneyland side, yes. You're right. You're right. But as we were saying, the if you want to go to any of the other ones, um, there'll be team members from either Orlando or here at all of these. So go for it. Cool. Thank you, Nancy. I appreciate you updating us all on that. Any other housekeeping? Nope. Good. Okay. Over to Tony with the news. As if nobody knew, we ran, we ran, meaning the collective we. The Tinkerbell Half Marathon Mm -hmm. was recently completed, and more than 30,000 runners took part in Disney's Tinkerbell Half Marathon weekend at the Disneyland Resort in Anaheim. The event began with the Neverland Family Fun Run, a 5K, and ended with the Tinkerbell Half Marathon on that Sunday, attracting people from all 50 states and more than a dozen countries. Run Disney events allow participants to run through Disneyland and Walt Disney World theme parks. Runners of the half marathon took their place at the starting line before sunrise to take on the course that wound through Disneyland and its surrounding areas. Oxnard resident Melissa Hernandez, 29, finished first with a time of 1 hour, 25 minutes, and 40 seconds. Nearly two minutes ahead of second place finisher Alyssa Math of Durham, North Carolina at 1 hour, 27 minutes, and 28 seconds. And as we talked about before, it's the last time. Wasn't that time. her first marathon, too? Sure. Sounds great to me. I think so. <laughs> no, I remember there being something, like, really um, eventful or something like that because of... Uh, Maybe the fact she ran it in an hour like, and 25 minutes is eventful. I'm just being a smart aleck. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're such a person. Or that a guy actually finished first and they didn't count it. Wait, really? That's That, that's, that was the rumor I heard. Yeah. Is that how it works? What? I don't know. <laughs> that, was, that was I saw it on Twitter. It must be true. <laughs> oh, 
Okay. Something else. And like we mentioned, I don't know, it was last year's show before that the the Tinkerbell Marathon is moving next year, so won't be in January anymore. I missed that. When is it going to be? Later than that. I don't. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. <laughs> no problem. I think it was May, wasn't it? First weekend of May. So they're going to have one. Nobody first... ever else remembers me talking. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah good. No, it's, it's actually it was um August. Was it May? No. Yeah, May. it was early. It was early May. Yeah. Because it was yep. before school came out. Yep. I remember yeah, it. Early May. I was there. I paid attention. Yeah, okay, see? I did find that um thing. It was the first um half marathon she had ever won. Um, so there we go. And it's the, also the biggest half marathon she'd ever run. It. So. Aren't they all about the same 13.1 miles? No, no, no. It's the biggest population. Oh, okay. So, so she finished first out of a much larger quantity of people uh, than she ever... A plethora of performance. Okay, never mind. Okay, well, speaking so. of running away... Oh, good one. A 20-year-old Wenatchee felon, Wenatchee, Washington, felon asked his probation officer's permission to go to Disneyland, got turned down... Then went anyway and posted photos of the trip on Facebook. Prosecutors say Oops. Emmanuel Torres Galvez, 20, traveled to Disneyland along with the girlfriend he's accused of battering despite a protective order barring him from contact. Jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, anyways. But they went to Disneyland. His trip violated... Disneyland doesn't yeah, count, right? His trip violated his bail conditions and sent him back to the Chelan County Regional Justice Center, doubling his bond to 40000 from the 20000 he'd already put up. Torres was charged with second-degree domestic violence assault, third-degree malicious mischief, and felony harassment. Wenatchee police said he attacked his girlfriend over text messages he found on her phone and tried to push her off the garage roof of an Elliott Avenue house. Torres then allegedly smashed the phone and threatened to break the woman's neck if he was sent to jail over the incident. I apologize for the graphic nature of the story. Torres bonded out of jail... The same day he was charged, he was under State Department of Corrections supervision for his 2012 criminal convictions, three counts of third-degree assault, and a case related to the March 2012 stabbing death of Osvaldo Ramirez in East Wenatchee, and one of gang-related witness tampering in Wenatchee. This is exactly who we want at Disneyland, isn't it? Uh, the pr- yes, the, exactly. The, yes. the primary defendant in the Ramirez killing, Jorge C. Loke Sanchez Sanchez, was sentenced to six and a half years in prison for first-degree manslaughter. After bonding out of, j- of jail December 10th, Torres asked his Department of Corrections officer if he could travel to Disneyland, but was denied. But Torres made the trip, posting travel photos to Facebook, which were l- later spotted by police officers. He admitted the violation to his Department of Corrections supervisor, said Deputy Prosecutor Gene Pierce. We don't believe he's a flight risk. Other than trips to Disneyland? Well, he did return, Your Honor, in a timely manner, his lawyer said. So, I guess the moral of the story is everybody, no matter how bad of a individual you are, still likes Disneyland. I don't know how to spin that one, but that's the news. <laughs> you don't even. <laughs> Maybe it was a Peter Pan flight risk. Uh, I was saving that one. Right. <laughs> All right, time for a rapid fire. Let's start with Michael. 
All right. Well, the February calendar for the Walt Disney Family Museum is out, cool. and they have a lot of cool stuff coming up. The film of the month is Make Mine Music, and that, that that's part of the anthology films that they did where it, it was very similar to Fantasia where it's a lot of little musical segments they put together. They, this was made in 1946. It was some of the films that Walt Disney did during the war. Um, but they really didn't have the manpower or the funds in order to make full blown animated features. So this is what they did to sort of keep themselves afloat. So it's actually a really nice, um, little film make my music um also there's they're doing a special screening all month of allegro non troppo which is by um italian animator and director bruno bazzetto and it goes along with the uh, special exhibit that they're doing on his artwork this also is in the vein of fantasia this film but just a more modern sort of take on on the animation all during the month of february they have an open studio it's called creating character and this is where you can discover the process of designing an original animated character learn techniques for showcasing expression and how to turn an idea into a fully dimensional personality this is free with museum admission and it is on most weekends um in the month of february they also on the 8th have a presentation Disney goes to the opera this is a discussion featuring Disney historian oops let me scroll down just a little Disney historian Ross Kerr provides an introduction to the use of classical music in early Disney films focusing on the score from the 1946 animated short The Whale Who Wanted to Sing at the Met the care is joined by Marola Opera Program Executive Director Jean Kellogg, who explains the basics of opera. It includes a screening of the short and a live performance by tenor Casey Candabat. So um, that should be a good one for music lovers. Anyway, they also have on Valentine's Day, they have Animate Your Night. And I really wonder who names these things because this one is called love on main street and here you step back in time before relationship status updates and join us for an evening of turn of the century fun as we celebrate love on everyone's favorite passageway main street usa tap your toe to the old time sounds of the frisky frolics and enjoy a Twitter-painting performance by dance troupe The Tartlets. <laughs> Top your evening off with a prohibition era style cocktail and moonlit picnic on the porch. These Animate Your Nights are really a lot of fun that they're doing now at the museum. And they also have um, some spotlight talks in the museum gallery on the weekend of February 21st through the 23rd, and it's honoring... Um, it's honoring cinema around the world as the 86th Academy Awards draw closer. Come join us for a discussion of how films made by the Disney studios were honored around the world. Hear the stories behind a selection of the diverse awards on display, including Walt's Oscars. Those are also free with museum admission. 
They also have another open studio where it's a screenwriting writing workshop where you can explore the key elements of creating an original screenplay, write action statements, dialogue, and then create visuals to bring your story to life. That is also free with museum admission. They also have on this on the eighth, sort of along with Disney Goes to the Opera, they have a workshop. Music and Animation with Alex Mandel from the Silly Symphonies to Fantasia from Pinocchio to Mary Poppins will explore some key musical moments in the films of Walt Disney and the people who helped create them. So for more information on all of these activities at the museum and for ticket prices, you can check out the link to the museum that will be in our show notes. Awesome. Thank you, Michael. Mary Jo? Well, as many of you know, or at least some of you know, um, Kelly and I have an annual tradition where we go to the El Capitan Theater and we watch Nightmare Before Christmas because there's a sing-along. Well, Disney has decided to, um, starting tomorrow, have another sing-along movie, and this time it's Frozen. And Frozen is going to be opening in over a thousand or in about a thousand theaters across the U.S. Um, starting on January 31st. And... Um, Frozen audiences are invited to join the act, literally, as more than a thousand theaters nationwide introduce an all-new sing-along version of Disney's Oscar-nominated, Golden Globe-winning, big-screen adventure beginning beginning, uh, January 31st, 2014. Frozen fans have embraced the film's original songs and its soundtrack with such passion, there are countless YouTube videos from people singing the songs like Let It Go, we just, which we have seen, uh, if anybody has seen, um, hey. hey, there's a popular picture at some uh, podcaster <laughs> <laughs> who's letting it go, that, right? That, that, that won't be in the show notes page. <laughs> that, there's not, now we heard Finley singing Let It Go. Tom, I think that Chrissy should show you, uh, no. Let It Go. <laughs> But I wasn't actually singing. I was, I was lip syncing. <laughs> oh, come on. You can. You even yourself said you could not explain that face away with some excuse. No. <laughs> that was funny. But <clears throat> so continues. Um, they decided to create a version that would celebrate this enthusiasm, said Dave Hall as executive vice president, the- theatrical distribution of the Walt Disney Studios. It's a great opportunity for families to get together and have some fun with these songs. Um. At the Hollywood's El Capitan Theater, the Frozen sing-along version includes the onstage appearances from the movies Elsa prior to each showing, plus snow flurries inside the theater. Showtimes are at 10 a.m., 1 p.m., 4 p.m., and 7 p.m. Now that's at the El Capitan Theater. People will need to look at their own theater, um, their own theater, um, what do you call that, when the movies come out? Schedules. Your, your schedule. Show <laughs> the schedule. Thank you. Such a show hard times. word in English. Um, to see what they'll <laughs> see when they're going to be coming out and if they're coming out in their area. And depending, they don't have an end date. I guess it depends on how popular this right. is and how long it'll last in the theaters. That's cool. Yeah. Pretty fun. awesome. Thank you, Mary Jo. Also fun friends, food trucks, and fireworks at Hojo's. Uh, Join Howard Johnson Anaheim Hotel and Water Playground for their first ever food truck event this Saturday, February 1st, from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. The lineup includes the Flip Truck, the Grilled Cheese Truck, and, oh, okay, we have a fan, and Front Porch Pops. 
Um, so I haven't I guess had the was... other ones, but the grilled cheese truck is a very, very popular truck in this town. Yeah, the, cool. it, it's, there's followers who will drive to wherever that cheese truck is to eat their um, sandwiches. I think they have two, tr- at least two trucks now nice. because they're so popular. Um, fireworks that Saturday are at 840, so you should be able to grab your grab your grilled cheese and sit around and watch the fireworks from Howard Johnson's. Um, this is yeah. And this is not just for guests. Anybody can, general public is, is allowed to come and enjoy the food trucks that night. So The, the two grilled cheeses I highly recommend are their one that has um, their uh, barbecue pork, pulled pork on oh, it. Oh, yum. That one's really good. And then if you get their extra uber deluxe one, it has their um, their signature sandwich has the barbecue pork as well as macaroni and cheese inside the grilled cheese sandwich. Yum. My husband prefers the brie and apples. That would be good, too. Yeah, they have a large so, variety. Yep. They even have a chicken and waffle sandwich, too. <laughs> well, since Roscoe's isn't opening up anytime soon. Unless it, Tony it has doors on it. Yeah. I saw doors on it. It has doors on, now? On. Woohoo! Yeah. Rusco like, watch day the, the, 51 the black tar paper all over the walls on the outside they haven't stuccoed anything yet but maybe for Disneyland's 60th anniversary yes maybe <laughs> all right, our um, resident Rosco watcher will have to keep in yeah. touch with that all right Nancy okay um speaking of keeping a watch on food <laughs> everything segues today okay <laughs> hey man, I can tie two subjects of any kind together. Um, <laughs> the six degrees of Nancy Johnson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you'd be surprised. <laughs> I don't think I would. Actually, <laughs> for those of you who have the little kidlets, there are new kids' meals at Ariel's Grotto at California Venture. So, um, I know, I know you're saying, new kids' meals, isn't that place like an all-you-can-eat and a character breakfast kind of thing, etc.? Well, sort of. (laughs) It's not all-you-can-eat, though. Well, at breakfast, they have some all-you-can-eat items if you get the character breakfast. Not anymore. Not anymore. anymore. They used to? Nope. I'm glad they dealt away with that, actually, because it kind of sucked. But that's beside the point. (laughs) Anyway... Um, the kids' meals for breakfast and lunch have kind of a new themed creation. They're going for theming. Um, they have the Sandy Scoop of Sweet, which features fruit, yogurt, granola, and seasonal muffin, which a lot of these meet the Mickey Check guidelines. Um, for those of you who are not familiar with the Mickey Check guidelines, those um, limit calories, saturated fat, sodium, sugar, etc., so they're in the healthier eating guidelines. Um, now, to also meet that healthier eating guideline, the Seashell Symphony is our next choice. It's got turkey bacon, tri-tip, or sausage with scrambled eggs topped with a slice of croissant to create the seashell. This is definitely a type of meal you could do at home by taking the croissant, slicing it in half, opening it up, and putting all the stuff in. Um it's cute. Hash browns and um, cereal also come with that. And then the chocolate chip cruise, I'm sure, will be a really popular one. It is a sailboat made from a waffle with a turkey bacon sail and a side of cereal. So those sound like fun, fun, fun foods. Now, um, 
Oddly enough, this is a dish they actually had as part of the character breakfast, or the character lunch um, before, our Ursula's Octodog. Uh And for those of you who don't know what an Octodog is, Google it. (laughs) There's actually a company who makes an Octodog slicer. Really? I always did them by hand, but yes, there was an as-seen-on-TV creation um, that was an Octodog slicer. And you actually um, slice them before you um, you boil them so that right. they curl up. But you have yes. to eat a lot of hot dogs to make it worth your while, I think, to buy one of those. You could easily <laughs> hand cut an octodog. Yeah. Yes. I did it that way because I refused to buy one of those when the kids ate octodogs. Okay. Anyway, it's obviously a hot dog carved in the shape of an octopus, um, which it basically is cut into eight legs, leaving the top inch or so as the head. Um, and it's got mac and cheese and fruit and veggie skewers. So something that they've done before is the dog over the mac and cheese. Um, they have one called Who's It's and What's It's galore. Um, <laughs> baked chicken nuggets with fruit and veggie skewers. They have a clammy turkey. <laughs> now you're saying, who wants to eat a clammy turkey? Um, it's actually a turkey sandwich on a bun, and it even looks kind of like a pretzel bun from this picture. A bun that looks like a clamshell and served with fruit and veggie skewers. Once again, the bun isn't cut all the way through to make it open so you can stuff it like a clam. And the Dingle Hopper Angel Hair Pasta. This will be an entirely too popular item. Um, Basically, it's angel hair pasta, and they stick a fork in the top of it. And it's kind of half sticking up, and it comes with fruit and veggie skewers also. And that one does meet the Mickey Check guidelines. So, if you are interested in any of these, make a reservation at Ariel's Grotto, 714-781-DINE. <laughs> I went and, I went. Or you have the- your dreams un- unlimited agent do it for you. There you go. We have a financial relationship with Dreams Unlimited. <laughs> I went and picked up the menus or picked up pictures of the menus when I was there this week because I because of the new the new kids menus. But actually everything has been updated in the last what, maybe six months at Ariel's Grotto? Yeah. The, the adults menu as well. Um, you're talking about the breakfast menu. Um some of them there's a spinach artichoke and egg white frittata. Oh my gosh, that sounds good. Um they're doing their tri tip at, at breakfast with the scrambled eggs, hash browns and, and yeah. everything everything's coming with this bircher muesli. Yeah, it's it's really cute. They it's served in a little coffee cup. What is it? Like granola? Um yeah, basically it's kind of like Muesli in its own is a series made up of a bunch of different types of grains in flakes. So it's got a little more texture to it. It's a whole grain type of cereal as opposed to um, a cereal byproduct like most of the cereals. So it's grape nuts. Huh? It's grape nuts. Uh, not quite grape nuts. Actually, it, you see the you see the food for what it is. So you get oats or little oat flakes and okay. You know. Anyway, there's a breakfast sandwich, a Belgian waffle, and then a regular all-night breakfast. So we yeah. may have to try this out at some point. And what are the yeah, prices I, like on these? Because I didn't have prices in the article. Um, I just updated those on the dish. Hold on, let me look. <laughs> well, you know, I could have done that too. 
breakfast price is $37 for adults, $19 for children. Lunch price is 39 for adults and 21 for children. World of Color dinner, 42 for adults, 22 for children. Okay, what was breakfast one more time? 37 Ouch. 37 for breakfast? It's a character meal. Yeah. They got to pay, uh, pay the union workers. Ariel's Grotto in Grand California. Excuse me. Ariel's Grotto in uh, Goofy's Kitchen are, the, I think, the two more expensive breakfasts. Yeah. I, I just updated them all on on the on the on the site, so all the pricing is current as of as of this last week. Yeah. Goofy's Kitchen is actually cheaper for breakfast. Actually cheaper. It's thirty seven thirty one dollars for adults, sixteen for children. Dinner is thirty seven for adults, sixteen for children. Good oh, it know. just occurred to me that the uh, Octodog is sitting on shell macaroni and cheese. Oh, that's cute. Sweet. Cute little anyway, orchettis, tiny orchettis. There's some interesting choices for dinner as well, and I think we need to send Tony over there to check it yes. all out. Why send Tony? It's kind of what I do. <laughs> that's, that's what he does, but I think he needs company. I think he, he does, too, because I, I, I think I really need to try the grilled lobster tail salad. Ooh. Just saying. Okay, now for that price, they better have something like grilled lobster tail salad on the menu. <laughs> exactly. That's that's what I gotta say. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I'm looking at these kids' meals, going, yeah, these are cute and all, but they really don't scream that much money. No. All right, Tony, rapid fire. Okay, rapid fire. That I know we've never had an official definition of a housekeeping. Like, there's not. I've I looked online. I couldn't find yeah, no. an official. Definition. It's it's in it's in the, the bylaws. We're, we're in a I, yeah, I don't remember Robert's <laughs> rules of orders when we had this. So, ferals. Remember we discussed ferals. Yes. Okay. Love ferals. Well, they're getting closer and closer, so they are going to lap. I think Roscoe's. I think we have official proof now. Um, they're ready to start hiring. Not that I'm trying to okay. get people that are on the podcast to go get a job there, but I'm just saying that they are going to be hiring. Um, Actually, the week that this is being recorded, which means that they um, plan on opening. They're gonna be a couple, well, couple weeks. Yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be opening soon. Just so you know that they do expect a large turnout for this event. So just to give you a little bit more information of why we're talking about a restaurant, when you're like, well, plenty of restaurants open, not across from Knott's Berry Farm, to be perfectly honest. Um, but um, Farrell's expects a large turnout for the event, and. And when they hired in Sacramento and in Brea, which is in Orange County, um, it drew close to 3,000 interviewees in three days. Um, wow. And it's really – it's kind of like a, where you have to be able to dance and sing and and be all ebullient and happy all the time. So Tom and I obviously could not oh, apply. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So um, – but they're going to be hiring ice cream artisans. I like that sound. Um, servers, hosts, cooks, bussers, dishwashers. And then they'll have a second interview to participate in group auditions in February. And they have to prove they have happy-itis. Um, <laughs> that's what it says. But the location is scheduled to open towards the end of February. So the fact that they're hiring means that they are going to be opening by the end of February. So Roscoe's needs to hurry up and get their act together. I think Farrell's going to open soon. Yep. Even though this is kind of a no, I'll save it for the next episode. If you want to hear something else about Nosbury Farm and its locale, like news at eleven. But yeah, so there's my there's your. Uh, have you have you been to the Ferals at Brand? I finally went. Did I you? I finally went because there was no line. It was really weird because it was a Friday. There's always a line. 
And I went right. and um, I guess I could use do it as a review, the Knott's Prairie Farm one. The food was okay. Well, the, it's funny because I got a Reuben and um, Andrew got – oh, yeah, he got the mac and cheese. And we're like, oh, it's okay. And Andrew's like, well, you're not here for the food. But then I saw the burgers <laughs> go by and the burgers looked really good. So I was like, oh, I should have got a burger. But the ice cream, I mean, you can get every possible ice cream concoction you want. Yeah. So, I mean, it's... I did have the burgers down in Mission Viejo, Tony. They were really good. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed with the Reuben. And then Andrew's like, you don't get a Reuben at fair... Because, you know, he's 12, so he knows everything now. And he's like his father, (laughs) so he knows everything right now. So I'm getting to enjoy the fruits of my personality. But, um, yeah, I'm like, okay, I guess you're wrong. It's a Reuben. You should be able to do that. But, um, yeah, the ice cream was really good. And apparently they use Thrifty's ice cream. I didn't know that. Really? Yeah, I think they'd have. Hmm. I love thrifty. Yeah, so it's it, but it's a, it's more about they put all this cool stuff on it. Right, right, right. Yeah, and it's the whole thing. But um, yeah, that's opening in very cool. In the next, um, in the next very special episode of the Biz Unplugged Disneyland Edition, I'll share. So some we'll more. have to have a Ferrell's meet. Yes, well, I'll share you some more. I'll share some more information because I accidentally drove by someplace that um about things going in your Nutsbury Farm. Cool. All right. Thank you, Tony. That will do it for Rapid Fire. Time for our thread of the week, Mary Jo. This week we have a thread from Darth Vader 92. Some of us know Darth Vader 92 is Matt Drabal. Oh, my gosh, Matt. Sorry. <laughs> Matt. <laughs> Dr- I have no idea how he says it. <laughs> I, I know him as Matt. I know. I know him as Matt, too. But it's Matt Drabalski. And he has a thread called, What Would You Change and or Add to Disney California Adventure? I have been tasked in my class here at Rosen College of Hospitality Management to add or change experiences at Disney California Adventure. I thought to get some ideas from Diz members. Anyone have anything that they would add or change to the current California Adventure? He wants us to do his homework for (laughs) him. Is that what this young man is asking? Matthew, shame on you. I refuse to help okay, him Okay, now cheat. here's going to be the new, you know, welcome to the new education where you're doing collaboration. That's a 21st century skill. <laughs> you're communicating and you're uh-huh. using technology because this it's a podcast. Like, really? <laughs> see, he's ready to work at Google. Didn't you ever see that movie? Slacker <laughs> like, excuse. That's how it is now. Maybe maybe he'll improve the, uh, the computer internet quality at Disney. That would be nice. Because he wants, yep, he wants to work at Disney, so... Um, so let me go around the virtual room. Uh, Michael, are you still holding the fifth or? <laughs> <laughs> well, they can knock down Paradise Pier, but, um, I would add, and if this is something that was in the original plan for Radiator Springs and behind, I think it's behind Luigi's right. Flying Tires, that area, they were going to put in a version of the sci-fi diner. It was going to be a drive-in. Really? Um, which would be, per- it would be, would be perfect so for that area, drive-in restaurant. But it got, as the budget grew, um, that, that, you know, got the axe and the pad is still there for it. For, for some sort of expansion. I, I think that would just, for that era and the, you know, the, the car culture, that would, um, be perfect. And show silly um, symphony to cartoons have there. while you're eating. That's, a, that's mm-hmm. pretty darn cool. I like yours. Okay. I don't want to hear nice. anybody else. I know. I, no, I was thinking the same thing. We're done. <laughs> All right. That is going to do it for this. <laughs> no. Okay. Nancy, what about you? What would you change and or add? to Disney California Adventure. Uh, 
Good question. <laughs> yeah, she asked it about two minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm still torn on that helping the slacker, Matt. <laughs> We all no, know. No, I think Matt, that was part so. of part of the assignment was to get other people's opinions. <laughs> Actually, I'm kind of good with it right now. Really? I mean, you I know that's a cop out answer, but kinda. It's. I think that whole Hollywood studio area is yes. a mess. That's yeah, that's where I was going. Yeah, they could they could do something with some of that bigger empty space, like. I don't know. It's a hot mess in between the whole um, the whole stage viewing area with all the benches. That stage is just in an odd space, and there's no good pathways in and through that, so you end up having to go all the way around into the tea party space, which, frankly, it's kind of no longer our, the cute little plaza it was because of all that stuff. Okay, so know, you the addition think- of the... Th- of the stage there was kind of weird, too. Okay, so you're talking about that whole area. I would clean it up a little. That Maybe whole make area. it a that nicer place. That whole area is to... totally messed up with, with Mad Tea Party and the empty sound stages for Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and the and the restaurant at the other end. It just, yeah. they, just they just need to do something. I, you know, and uh, Muppets is fine, but it can't support that whole area. Yeah. Well, and, and, and Monsters, Monsters Inc. Inc. Yeah. Well, it's a cute, it's a cute attraction. I like Monsters Inc. Yeah, right, it's so it's much better than the Superstar than Star, sure, but with empty stage seventeen to one side, and then the the. You know, it would be fun to take that area and kind of make it a mini Monsters University area. Just sure. throwing that out yeah, there. That, I mean, Monsters University is How does that fit in Hollywood land, yeah. though? Right. Well, I know, how how but does that fit the era of Disney California Adventure now? I well, how much of that? Do, how much of the era doesn't fit? Just saying. <laughs> what about okay. what about replacing Monsters Inc? I mean, there was talk at one point of. I thought um, we were going in turns. I, I was, it can be Tom's turn now, then. Okay, because I. Or Tony, do you oh, want to no, turn? Oh no, I'm going to go. go. I've got you guys. I can solve all your problems. Okay, go, go good. Tony. So I did a little Google search because I did use the internet. And you know what's actually cool? Because now when you – I just typed in rides and it has pictures of them all. So it's really good for me. Okay. First, so I'm going to tell you what we're getting rid of. Okay. First, yes, the Hollywood black lot garbage. Make it Pixar Place or something. Like just get a whole nother land. Either do it right. Dude, don't do this half stuff. Because I like – I love the Monsters, Inc. ride. So let's do Pixar somehow. I don't know how. It's going to cost three billion dollars. I know there's already Pixar stuff in Cars Land. <laughs> I don't care. I'm just saying. I don't like that Monsters Inc. is kind of by itself over there, and there's like Pixar stuff kind of s- scattered around. It'd be pick them up and move them. It's Disney. They can do it. How, how can we pick? How, how can we Pixar ish? Pixar make make Tower of Terror into a Pixar. I don't know. That's not. Well, that's that's for the Imagineers. I'm just okay. on a podcast. <laughs> I like. I'm not giving you how it's going to happen. I'm just saying what I. I, like. I, I get where you're going because we could compact, connect Cars Land and and Bugs Land and this other land. We can speak it. Somehow it do it. Work it. I don't know how. Yeah. Um, cool. The uh, let's see. What are we getting rid of? We are going to get rid of. Um, oh, Golden Zephyr. Get rid of it. Uh-huh. Um, Orange Stinger. Um, is gone already. Which is gone because I didn't really, I just I hate it so much I want it gone again. Um, 
<laughs> and I want, um, yeah, I, I want any of those, I, I, and I want the entire, that entire section gone. I'm okay with the Mickey's Fun Wheel, and I'm okay with uh, California Screaming, but I just hate, I hate the theme. The jumping jellyfish. Yeah, I hate all, on. like, almost anything, once you make a, anything past, um, Ariel's, Ariel's, um, the Ariel, I know I'm calling it the Ariel ride, you know. The Little Thank Mermaid. You, um, is, uh, like, I just hate that whole area. Like, I understand it's the whole California thing, but maybe it's time we... And they did a good job with the, um, how they re... You know, when they refurbed everything and made it, like, old school California. But I just don't like that theme. I don't like... Everything in Disney California Adventure seems disjointed. Yeah. So, I'm going to get rid of all those things and then make it... Like, really, they need to, they need to finish what they started. Mm-hmm. Do what they did in the front with the cars. We need phase two. They do. Because now I actually somewhat feels even more disjointed. Because there's really amazing stuff and then there's stuff that, okay. But how do you get rid of the California? Well, see, I say you just get rid of the California theme. It's in California. I know that's sacrilege to some people, but. Like, if you think about it, here, I'm going to go off on it. Think about, um, like, the Pacific Wharf area. That's nice in theory. In theory, you know what I mean. Like, what's so exciting? Right. You're like, oh, it's just like being in Monterey. Like, really? I like it. But do you like it enough to be like, I can't wait to go? Cart. Well, that's it's it's basically like a huge food court, right? And yeah. I, I like it with the Budan um, Bakery there and the different foods for the different cultures that we have. So, oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> no, no. Like I like the food idea. I just like the theme doesn't like. I say okay, just this. All I'm gonna say: go to Cars Land, then step out, look at everything else, and there's a big difference. There's high quality A plus Disney theming, and then there's and and um, go down um, as you first enter the park. All the new stuff. Compare that with what's what's there that's already been there. The le- the leftovers from nineteen. Yeah. yeah, and there's a huge disconnect there yeah you can feel it so i'm not saying i hate the park but there's a, i think they need to finish what they started they need to retheme and i don't i don't think they ever will but so from this day forward i will not step no I'm just that's how i would fix it <laughs> and i know i wouldn't really fix it it would cost you know five billion dollars but that's not my issue if he asked me for help with his homework this is my answer he's got to figure that out um, so I was looking through the thread, and the Dizzers weren't quite as passionate as Tony. <laughs> no one <laughs> ever is. Diplomatic. <laughs> but there was, they had some. Um, I think they some of them agreed with with the team. I agree with. I would like to see Paradise Pier with the Golden Zephyr and the jumping jellyfish. I would like to see that whole area redone and the area behind. Um, here's an idea. Here's an idea. Take Jumpin' Jellyfish, Golden Zephyr, get rid of them, take the restaurants from the Paradise Garden area, move them over there, and put an attraction where the current Paradise Gardens are. They do need an attraction. I think they need more And so you have, you unique have waterside dining for the the Paradise Garden Paradise Garden restaurants and then you have an attraction over 
in the corner. And if you did that, Write then that you down. could watch World of Color. Mm-hmm. From from the dining. Mm-hmm. Well, that would probably cause more problems than it's worth. But yeah, it would be nice. Mm-hmm. But think about it: if, if they could create a, an actual dining during World of Color. Yes, that'd be a hor- that'd be a horrible view. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't it's know. It's off in the corner. Yeah, but anyway, People would so still pay for it. Yeah. Dizzer said. Uh, some of them said they wanted shady trees. They still don't think that there's enough shade at California Adventure. True. So I think Buena Vista Street is nice and has the benches, but I, I, if you do look at the other parts of the park, there's no real areas to sit down in the shade. Uh-uh. Like that whole the whole walkway down by by um, Blue Sky Cellar and stuff like that. There's no shade at all. No. Um, Casey Mike would like an indoor-outdoor coaster, something like what they're doing with the Seven Dwarves minecart mine like in, in Walt Disney World. And he said that, that would be kind of cool since the weather here in California is so good to have an indoor-outdoor coaster. That would be kind of cool. He wants to try and build something like Candy Mountain. Okay. Now, when I think of Candy Mountain, I think of Charlie the Unicorn, so I'm not exactly sure what Candy Mountain is, but... That was going to be in um, Storybook Land. Yeah. Big Rock Candy Mountain area. There's a model of it on Buena Vista it's Street. It's in Trolley Treats in the window. Oh, the one that mm-hmm. has the hidden Mickey in it. Yeah. Right. When I did the Windows on Main Street segment with um, about Harriet Burns, talked a bit about it. Okay, that would be cool. Um, our friend Hydroguy, Trey says that the carnival games just need to go. And put something there that's gonna, um, he says the very type of thing the Walt Disney is trying to avoid at this park and, and here they have the carnival games. So he wants to get rid of that. Um, he also said he thinks they need more streetmosphere characters. Mm. I think they have quite a few on Buena Vista Street. Street. And they also have, um, the little show in Cars Land, but I don't know, throughout the, throughout the park. Disney kind of goes up and down. They used to have more streetmosphere characters at Disneyland too that they get rid of them. So, and they used to have the Lady Divine at California Adventure. It'd be nice yeah. to have her back, especially at peak season, and also um, push the trash can. Haven't seen him in a while, and it would like it would be nice to have him. But um, a lot of them are saying the arcade games in California Adventure get rid of them. Some of people are saying that they love California Adventure just the way it is. And we have some other um, long-winded or um, more in details, other passionate responses. So if you'd like to nice read the... recovery. <laughs> <laughs> so if you'd like to um, read the thread or, or add some of your ideas that we could uh, grab the CEO and, and give it to him... Join the thread. There's going to be a link in our show notes. Thank you, Mary Jo. Speaking of long-winded, this podcast has been long-winded. No. <laughs> Us? I, yeah, I know. I know. Surprising. I, I believe I believe that would be, according to Mary Jo, we're passionate. Passionate, yes. <laughs> all right. Thank you, team. That is going to do it for this segment of The Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, 
Disney 9 is also more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening. With passion. There you go. <laughs>